the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, on this Tuesday, uh, the 10th day of October. Man, it's it's Halloween around the corner, Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? The holidays, uh, not a lot of holiday spirit out there. Uh, if the people at Walmart are to be believed for the first time in 10 years, they say the consumer is hitting the wall. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver. It is what we do. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. And, uh, you know, some interesting things keep popping up. We had, take, take Pepsi today. We had earnings come out from Pepsi, PepsiCo. You know, they, they were good. They were, you know, they, well, they, they beat the street. And they talked about, you know, hey, uh, sales and revenue. But then they threw in, oh, by the way, volume. How much stuff is Pepsi selling? And what Pepsi said was, hey, we're selling 6% less stuff this quarter than last quarter. But don't worry. It's okay because we raised prices by 8%, right? This is this is kind of the, the new uh, Wall Street strategy, of course. That only works for a little while, right? You raise prices 8%. Well, if volume falls another 6% next quarter, right, you're probably not going to be able to raise prices another 8%. Uh, It just doesn't work that way. Samsung, you know, the chip maker, and, you know, that's been all the rage. They're expecting an 80% decline in, in business Jason, again, uh, hasn't we haven't seen it in jobs. And, of course, jobs, we talked jobs yesterday. There was a lot of part-time jobs out there. Just not a lot of full-time jobs. We have a record. And I think this is probably going to be true uh, for the entire, you know, all the generations that follow. I, I just think most people will probably work more than one job uh, in the future because, quite honestly, there just isn't enough full-time work out there. That's right, and uh, if the economy gets worse, as it looks like it's going to in the months to come, then there's going to be a lot more people needing more part-time jobs. And help people full-time jobs probably getting part-time jobs. So, uh, yeah, there's right, yeah. Uh, the thing is, is the thing in the future, the jobs aren't going to be available. Here's the thing. At least there's jobs available right now. At least that's what the numbers are saying. Uh, I, don't, I think that's going to be a big change in the months coming. So let me give you, uh, you know, obviously our Arizona office is in Phoenix, right? And uh, I've lived here for decades. Metro Phoenix eviction notices for September. Now, 
I haven't really seen this on the news very much uh, about evictions, and and they've kept it really quiet. But uh, one of the people getting evicted the other day either got killed or killed themselves, right? So all of a sudden, people are, are talking about evictions. Landlord filed eviction notices for the month of September. 7,809 notices. That is an all-time record high for the month of September. And it's the second highest total ever going back to August of 2005. Remember, that was the housing bubble uh, bursting in 05. But get this. It only missed that record by 100 evictions. So, Jason, it really looks like uh, things have turned and turned very quickly. They said that the, the pace in August was 7,693 but they're saying that the the increase in uh, rents, which is up by more than 30%, the average judgment renters face is over $3,200, uh, which is double the typical Phoenix apartment rent. I don't know about that. Uh, and again, I don't rent an apartment. Uh, but anywhere where you're paying $1,500, bucks, it, it's, it's probably, you know, Probably not the greatest area, or uh, you're on the outskirts of town, Jason. Yeah, that sounds right, Joe. That sounds right. So <laughs> once again, uh, keep watching what's going on because uh, day by day, Joe, it just seems this information keeps funneling in. And, of course, of course, we got Israel now, so you got geopolitics yeah. getting worse. So all this is just pushing us in this in this direction that we've been warning for months and quite frankly years and this is why you got to get yourself ready financially there's places you can go to be in a lot better position absolutely uh and, you know when we talk uh israel right where we're waiting if is that going to expand and and then i saw this headline uh on zero hedge and apparently lo and behold there is another pipeline that they say has been damaged most likely by external sources. Uh, this is the pipeline from Finland. Uh, uh, it, it goes from Finland to Estonia. Uh, th- this pipeline, it's a natural gas pipeline. Uh, they're saying that uh, they're... The Estonian Navy and Finland are now uh, sending divers down, but it appears a natural gas pipeline miraculously now, uh, the second one now, external forces most likely involved. Patriot Radio News Hour, I know, right? Crazy stuff happening. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour on this Tuesday. A quick look in at the markets. The, the Dow is up right now. Uh, kind of finished pretty flat yesterday. Uh, but the 10-year note tumbling uh, 4.64 because 
I guess the Israeli Middle East things got people scared, whatever you'd like to believe. Uh, a temporary reprieve, but the Dow's up 200. The S&P's up 40. Uh, the Nasdaq's up 150. Gold's up another $8. Uh, 1858. Uh, silver's higher as well. Uh, oil's down. Uh, but, of course, oil was up big yesterday. Uh, but oil is down at least early on this morning. And if you're like a lot of people saying, man, I just don't like the setup here. And what is the setup? Well, our, the setup is pretty simple. Right? The, the central bank has created a boom and bust economy. That's the setup. It's been that way for, what, the last 40-plus years. And we're getting ready for the next bust. That's why you always got to have things like gold and silver put away. It's why you got to have somebody like Joey in your corner. It's why uh, we talk about why refi. Because you get great rates of return, as you know, up to 10.25%. It's fixed. It means it doesn't change. It's actually something you can feel good about, right? Versus, I mean, do you really want to invest in Apple? Do you really want to invest in Microsoft and Bill Gates? I mean, do you really? Probably not, right? Do you want to uh, invest in Pepsi and Budweiser and all their woke agendas? Probably not. But the other great part, it's not correlated to Wall Street. So when the next bus comes, it doesn't affect you. It's not, it doesn't care about the Fed. It doesn't care about war. And like I said, it, it's really for the greater good. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-YREFI24. That's 888 888- why refi 24 another day more strike news I, I, real quick general motors canada uh, apparently uh, they're joining the strike so uh, the, they, they've started their strike today uh, we'll keep you posted it's the only one at least that i saw today but uh, it's going to be very interesting because uh, this is already gone on a little longer than I was hoping for. And again, the size of what the unions are are asking for are enormous. But look at the cost of things. And I I know, I know, we're going to get CPI this week. And they're going to tell us some stupid number. Right? 3%, something like that. And then say, oh, well, you know, uh, and then there's the core, and then there's the super core, and none of it actually tracks inflation. It doesn't. It, it, it tracks a bunch of people, very smart people, sitting around and, and deciding, well, if something gets too expensive, they'll just do something else. So, therefore, it's not so bad. And we'll, we'll, we'll fake the numbers, we'll massage the numbers, right? But we won't actually track true inflation because, well, then, if we did, what the unions are asking for would probably not seem so outrageous. But, but again, they don't want you to know that it's actually happening to you. You know, I guess here's the, one of the people that I like. I like uh, Wolf Richter. You guys have heard me talk about 
him, his well, uh, his website, uh, Wolf Street. Let me. This is a great article. So, his wife got in a car accident. It happens, and he was talking about how the car that they had bought was a. Uh, 2008, the car that was in the accident was a 2018 Ford Fusion. So not a, not a super expensive car. It had 75,000 miles on it. His wife would drive it to and from work every day. And uh, he talked about how they had bought the car in 2020. So he does what, what I like to do. Right, I don't buy new cars. Right, but but I'll, I'll buy. So in 2020, he buys a 2018. He happened to buy it from a rental car company. He bought it with 35,000 miles for $15,000. Well, it was a pretty decent accident, and the adjuster came out and he totaled the car. And the car gets total when it's 80% or more to fix it of what the value of the car is. So they've owned it for three and a half years. They put 40,000 miles on it. So it says she didn't drive it a lot, right? You know, maybe 12,000 miles uh, a, a year. They only bought it for 15,000. The insurance company gave them 18,000. So, 40,000 more miles, three and a half years older, they paid them more money than what it was worth. It, it, well, well, I it shouldn't say that. They paid them more because that's how bad inflation is. But then they went to look and, and try to find a car that would be $18,000. So, remember... They spent fifteen thousand in twenty twenty buying a a lower end car, you know that the, that the wife takes to and from work. Nothing fancy. They got eighteen thousand dollars, Jason. Unfortunately, in their searches, they couldn't come up with a car for the $18,000 they ended up buying a, a new, another car for $23,000 so they had to come out of pocket another 5 grand but then he said and then when we, we got the insurance on it then the insurance went way up and matter of fact he says his insurance now is 50% higher than it was in 2020 yeah, driving is uh, getting to be a very expensive uh, proposition. I mean, I uh, I was talking to some one of the one of the listeners, one of the customers, saying that uh, his normal Uber ride that he takes was thirty to forty dollars. Now it's seventy five dollars. Same trip, same distance. Seventy five dollar Uber instead of thirty to forty. You know, you know. Well, once again, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to pay for the car. But I mean, that's you have to pay for the car no matter how you get in, you know traveling around. Yeah, and, and again, hey, at $30, that may be okay. $70, man, that, that, that's, that, that's a hard pill to swallow. Well, look at here. In 2020, he could pay $15,000. Today, 
today he said, and, and, and here's the thing, he did something most people won't do. He found a car, one, and it was a hundred miles away that he was able to get for $25,000. So in a little over three years, the price, you know, his used vehicle car price almost doubled. And then his insurance almost doubled on top of it. So this is this is a great example of what really has happened. But this week, don't tell us 3%, Jason. Yeah, 3%. And, and uh, the funny thing is, at least the, these inflation numbers, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to look really bad at the back end of the year. Uh, this, this, last, this number coming up this week is going to be the last, what I would consider a good number. Uh, from here on out, it's going to get worse and worse. And uh, that, that reverse repo, all that cash is draining out, which is, which is counteracting all of the sell-off of dollars that the Fed's trying to bleed off their sheets. I don't know how the Fed's going to be able to bleed anything else off their sheets. No one's going to buy dollars. No one's going to buy this stuff. All these dollars are coming home. The, the, you know, the Israel war that's going on is just going to make more and more of these countries want to get more, rid of more and more dollars. You know, this, uh, it's, you know I think the, the whole geopolitical situation is going to try to scare the countries of the world back into the dollar. I think that's the aim. I don't know if they'll be successful. You know, can you blow everything up over there on, on the eastern part of the world? Then maybe dollars is like the only place to go. You know, the euro's going down, Joe. The yen's worthless. So maybe the best of the worst is the dollar, but it could all go down. It look, it really uh, looking it, like with this inflation, it's all going down. And then news out of China today: uh, one of their other major real estate holding companies, Country Garden. Doesn't that sound nice? Yeah. China's not dumb. <laughs> a lot of you have this in, in your holding somewhere without even knowing it, right? You, you, if you ever, most people don't even dig around to know what they're holding. But if you saw it, you probably wouldn't even think twice. Country Garden Holdings. Well, they said that they will not be able to make its offshore repayments, including those issued in U.S. dollars. So uh, it looks like China, and this is, you know, this is kind of the problem. Hey, we're, we're going to pay our inshore stuff, right? Uh, the people here at home are going to get paid. It's all you foreigners that are not going to get paid. Uh, they failed to make a $60 million uh, payment this morning. It warned that it could lead creditors to demand repayments faster uh, shares of the company are, are, are collapsing. Uh, they, they barely made uh, a payment in September to avoid default on its onshore bonds. Now they've said that they will not be making payments on their offshore bonds. And now, Jason, word out of China is another major stimulus package is coming from China uh, this is another reason why the Dow kind of was up a little bit today. But the big news here is this means more selling uh, of U.S. dollars by China, period. Especially, uh, not only is Country Garden not making their debt payments in dollars, now China says, hey, we're going to have to issue more stimulus. And the way the Chinese pay for stimulus is by selling U.S. Treasuries. 
There you go. Yep, because there's one place that uh, there's one place you could always spend your dollars, even if, uh, <laughs> if if treasuries aren't being sold. You can you can bring those dollars back here, and and, and uh, if you see the inflation going on in the United States, and you're holding a lot of you know U.S. dollars, you, you may want to just uh, start buying U.S. goods and services, because <laughs> right. at some point, I think the dollar very likely could be something that's not used. You know, it's at some point. It, it, it's, this is why when, when you see the, uh, somebody attacking somebody on the news, this is why it can be very important because things can change very rapidly. And all that slow change we've been going through, Joe, sure feels like we're getting it's getting heated up here in the next uh, next weeks and months. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting uh, how all of this is going to work. We, we've got uh, every major economy in the world, let, let's just say the slowing at best, uh, we have record amounts of debt that, at the same time, corporate profits have been under pressure. You know, just, Jason broke it down yesterday. Listen, spending's up double digits by our government. Revenue is down double digits. So spending's up 10%. Revenue's down 10%. Well, that, that means that's 20% more debt. Right, just alone, yep. right? And we're already at two trillion dollars uh, a, a year, and, and we know now the, the question is: the only question we really have for for twenty twenty four is it is the debt for that year going to be three trillion? I mean, that's really the only question. We know it's going to be north of two trillion. The question is: how high is it going to go? And at the same time, you got all these other countries saying, "Hey, we gotta we've got to go farther in the debt." You know, they're all, you know, they all try to save their economies. The big question, wasn't it Jamie Dimon that asked, who's going to buy all this debt? That reverse repo? Yeah, it's running out of money fast. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Tuesday uh, just another update here on this pipeline from Finland. Uh, this pipeline originates in Russia. So it goes, uh, of course, Russia and Finland share a border. Uh, it goes through Finland and then goes into uh, the, into the sea, over into uh, Estonia and into Eastern Europe. Uh, they're saying that... Uh, it looks like this pipeline, this is another one of these, uh, at least an early report saying an external uh, issue here. The good news is Europe had decent stockpiles of natural gas uh, heading into the winter. Uh, obviously, uh, something like this doesn't help, but it, it, again, the timing here, right? It just seems like these war drums, Jason... They just don't stop, right? I mean, they just they just keep coming here one after the other, and sooner or later, there's going to be that spark. We just don't know what it's going to be. Well, I think I think I'm starting to get more of a picture of this, Joe. I mean, uh, I haven't talked much about it because it's hard to get information, but uh, we have a lot of listeners, a lot of customers ask about you know central banked digital currencies and. Uh, I finally got some good information out of Nigeria. They, well, they, they, they've been trying really hard to make this thing stick there. And as of the, from what I can understand, the last few weeks, Joe, 
quite a bit of failure. Uh, they're they're going to they're reissuing currency after they finally pulled it there the last few months. Uh, now America is different than Nigeria, so it doesn't mean it's going to fail here. But it, it failed in Nigeria. Uh, first of all, they, they let people have the option of using currency or digital currencies. But they also had Bitcoin on the side. But the problem for Nigeria wasn't really the digital currencies going against each other versus you know Bitcoin versus Nigeria, digital currency. The problem was they wanted to use cash. They just wanted to use cash. And they slowly but surely over the last year just was getting rid of it. Joe, from what I understand, the Nigerians were burning down banks here in the last few weeks. I mean, literally, they were they were they were protesting by the, the tens of thousands in the streets against this thing. And the reason I bring that this up is not because hey, we have a chance to maybe not have digital currencies. The reason I bring it up, bring it up is it's kind of interesting how suddenly a war breaks out in, in Israel when a digital currency experiment fails in Nigeria. Because if this if this market's going to crash, like I think it's going to crash in a major way. Uh, the digital currency could have been a hero to like rescue the the system, you know. But now it seems like, well, they're going to have to go to the old playbook, Joe. War here, war there, war everywhere, right? And then blame the war on what's getting ready to happen financially. That's, it looks like they're just going to use the old playbook because the digital currency is not ready. Well, and again, yeah, and I think, you know, the for Nigeria, right, this is something where uh, there's not a lot of faith necessarily uh, in the Nigerian currency to begin with. So, uh, yeah, people were not happy uh, with the the fact that uh, uh, that they wanted they were trying to force them to use their own currency because Nigeria, you know, they use a lot of dollars there. There, that that's kind of the uh, the currency of choice uh, when it comes to uh, those things. But I think you're right. I think you know it is the oldest playbook in the world, isn't it? War. It's the best way to hide things. People have such a wrong perception of history. You know, people think the central bank saved the United States from the Great Depression. It's not what happened. Matter of fact, it was the central bank that caused it. Lack of of oversight of the financial institutions and of course you know you know the you you read it in the textbooks the the roaring 20s what that really was was really bad lending standards by banks banks behaving badly and it all blew up now people want to give them credit for ending it they, they fixed it. Of course, they took the gold away, and that's how they fixed it. Because this is what they've always wanted, a debt money system. What does that mean? Well, we can issue more money whenever we feel the need. Going into debt, having, look, look at it this way, having credit card debt's okay. That's, that's what they said. Carrying a balance on our credit card is okay. That's what the central banks really wanted. And, of course, the central bank gets to earn interest uh, on, on debt that they hold that they didn't even buy, right? They just created money out of thin air. Great trick. But what people don't realize, Jason, is we never got out of the Great Depression. It just didn't happen. 
Matter of fact, by 1937, we were back into another depression. And it didn't end until World War II started. In, in earnest. The only reason we got out of, of it was because of war. And this and these central bankers, they know this. They know this. I, I, I believe today that if World War II would not have happened, my gut tells me we probably would have went back. Congress would have voted out these central bankers because it just really was an experiment that didn't work until war. And then, of course, we know. right? What did we get? Well, the rest of the world had to buy everything in dollars. That was that was how it worked. That was the that, that's what we got for winning World War II. All commodities, oil, wheat, soybean, all got priced in dollars, and they sold our debt. Right? Countries all said okay, right? Because let's face it, all the major economies of the world at the time were flattened. Right? All of Europe was flat. Japan was flat, right? Russia was flat. China wasn't even really a, a, a big economy in the world. India, you know, same thing, right? All the major economies, uh, with the exception of, of the United States, was flattened. And now that system, even that system's gone now. Think about our credit card now. 33.5 trillion dollars. And skyrocketing. The fact that other nations now are, are doing all of these different things. And, and I think, Jason, I think you're right. War would be a great way to bring in a digital currency, wouldn't it? Well, gosh, look at what happened. We had all this devastation and war. And, uh, you know, we just need to we just need to go to this digital system now. Because it will just be better. You know, let me tell you bank account, that money in the bank, that's what they go after. Your stock account, that'll get taken care of no matter what. It'll get crushed anyway. Having gold and silver, that's how you protect yourself. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour. One-tenth ounce American gold eagles. Another great opportunity here. Uh, 230 Thirty dollars, two hundred and thirty dollars on the golden dimes. Uh, it's a great way, uh, especially uh, when you're thinking about digital currencies, because this is a way for you to have small increments of gold uh, to barter with, to do things with, to get things that you need, uh, and then uh, silver rounds, assorted rounds, our choice. Uh, silver rounds, $510 a roll for 20 ounces of silver, uh, 800-951-0592, ounce American Gold Eagles at 230 rolls of silver rounds at 510 uh, gold's up 9 uh, 1859 at the highs of the day here. But let me just tell you, you got to be sharp here because Jason may be on to something. 
the French Central Bank in a press release on October 3rd. The deputy government of the French Central Bank, that I'm quoting here, the catalyst for improving cross-border payments by enabling the build-up of a new international monetary system centered around the central bank digital currency. Uh, They said that uh, the first is the development of the common standards between wholesale central bank digital currencies and the legacy systems, right? We're already doing that, right? Our wholesale central bank digital currency is up and running. Matter of fact, you small business owners, all of you have been getting major updates to your credit card system. Some of you know it, some of you may not, but it's happened all because of this. I know at least for me, on top of the update, I also got a letter saying, hey, your credit card fees are going up. Of course, of course they are. The second promoted by the IMF and the Bank of International Settlements, the development of a regional or a global central bank digital currency platform. So, Jason, uh, you've kind of hinted at, at, the, at the Bank of International Settlements maybe being uh, where they'll do uh, the, the, the big cross, you know, the, the exchange rates, things of that nature, running it through whether, and, of course, the Bank of France is saying, hey, we don't care if it's the IMF, or the Bank of International Settlements, but it should be one of these global groups. Yeah, they're going to have to have an exchange from country to country because I I think the end goal for a digital currency is have a world currency. Uh, But as you can see with Israel, uh, that's not really going to be popular for Israel to be spending the same money that uh, Iran is spending. So it will be the same money. Because digital dig, digits can be anything, right? You can name anything the way you want to name it. You know, we all know that you've got all these different stocks you can buy on the stock exchange, but they're all owned by three big companies, essentially. It's all BlackRock, State Street, and then Vanguard, right? So I think when, when there is a, a, an international digital currency, Joe, I think you'll have your digital yuan, your digital dollar, and your digital pound. All, I think that will all exist, and it will all trade simultaneously with each other. It's all the same thing. It's all digital money. It'll just look like it's something different. And what I'm, what I'm thinking with Nigeria, Joe, is that I, I, I believe that they're, they're just not ready. I think, I think they knew they weren't ready. I think they were really been trying to do this. I mean, January of 2009, Bitcoin pops up out of nowhere. The, the 08 housing crash scared the, the, uh, the financial uh, big, big, big feet, the big, the big hands, the big uh, you know, guys of the world, all those, all those big banks, all those Rockefeller and Rothschild families, you know, there's like, oh, well, this isn't looking too good. 
And I think digital currency has, has been it. You know, I played the Aaron Russo piece on the half, uh, half empty cup of Joe about how this has been in the works since before 2011, uh, since before 9/11. And so I think it's just here in 2023. I think it's just not ready. And because it's not ready, they got to have something to cover their backsides for this big uh, monetary crash that's going to happen. I think they still want the digital currency to be. The savior, Joe, but I think war is going to be where they're going to go first, and digital currencies are going to have to be behind this. You know, I think America's ready for digital currencies. I think really industrialized nations are, but you know, as as big of a country as Nigeria is, they're just still more second world or third world than than in our first world country, Joe. Yeah, I, I agreed. And maybe the other thing is, oh wait, maybe too much competition. Yeah. Right. Yep. Do we need to ban things like cash and Bitcoin? I don't know. We'll see. Now, they made one other very, I think, interesting statement in this release. Now, he said that this was just his opinion. Okay. This is the head, the deputy head of the Central Bank of France, tokenized central bank money availability and tokenized assets are allies rather than competitors and why i found that interesting is you can really correlate that to well anybody who doesn't do this is not an ally right kind of letting the rest of the world know hey you're going to do this whether you like it or not take radio news hour Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Final segment here on this Tuesday. Another great special here. Again, I I emphasize this pullback here. You need to add uh, bond yields falling. I think think that's going to be here for a little while after this huge run-up. Uh, it's not going to last, but take advantage of it here. Uh, we've got the 10th ounce American gold eagle. I mean, you know, gold, not now it's not, but it, at one point was down over $100 from where it was, you know, what, 10 trading days ago. Now it's only down about, you know, what, $80, $70. Uh, gold's up 11 now, 1861 but one-tenth ounce American gold eagles. These are the, the, the cheapest they've been in a while here. I mean, I remember we were running them on sale, you know, buy, buy 50 or more, you know, maybe at 240, uh, 235, 245. Here, I'm putting no limit. You, you buy one, you can buy 10, you can buy 100, you can buy 500 if you want. One-tenth ounce American gold eagles at $230. And then rolls of silver rounds at five hundred and ten dollars. Silver's up ten cents now, back above twenty-two dollars. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And just again, you know, whether it's war drums, another pipeline magically blows up. Uh, we, we've got central banks talking about. Sent, uh, the digital currency, the tokenization of assets, right? Hey, those a central bank digital currency and the tokenization of assets 
are going to be our allies. That's really all you need to know. And, Jason, none of this comes without a reset. And when a reset happens, debt's got to get paid. Yep. Right? Because that's how it works. Debt's got to get paid. And remember what the rules are. You know, people want to you want to pretend that it's not going to happen. Yes, I know Janet Yellen gave the billionaires at Silicon Valley a pass. You know why? Because they were billionaires. Guys like Peter Thiel. Roku had $13 billion in it. Uh, by the way, I, I haven't shared this story yet, but I need to. I now have somebody that is risen to a, let's just say, a senior position in a company. I won't tell you the company's name. But they do risk management for the banks, and their business is booming because the banks obviously sucked at it. They got called in to Silicon Valley right at the end. And he was telling me how bad it was. And he was telling me how incredible, you know, companies like Roku, uh, Peter Thiel, who's a, a billionaire investor, how these people had billions of dollars sitting in these bank accounts. And he now, uh, he, he's been telling me about all these other banks, Jason, and it's, it's, as, it's as bad as I thought. He goes, listen, they're not Silicon Valley banks yet. But anybody having money in these banks, they they better be worried because, unfortunately, he's saying to me the situation is getting worse because interest rates keep rising and depositors keep leaving. And and a lot of it now is, hey, those customers starting to run out of money. Their bank balances keep falling every month. I hope you're prepared. Get that gold and silver put away. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.